Welcome to Medically Speaking Radio. I'm Dr. Mark Vaughn. And I'm Larry Finney. I'm a doctor. And I'm not. Let's get started. All right. Let's give an introduction to our guest. He is the uh, District 3 Supervisor for Placer County and is currently in his fourth term of that position. He's a uh, lifelong resident of Placer County and even uh, family uh, going back before that. His brother also is very active in the community, having served as mayor and uh, city council in the city of Auburn. I would like to introduce to you Supervisor Jim Holmes. Hey, everybody. Nice to, nice to be here. I'm glad you were able to get a hold of me. Yes. Uh, this is kind of new, this uh, podcast thing, but we'll just make it work. <laughs> I'm glad you joined us. You bet. And Jim, also being a, a family friend of both Larry's family and my family for, oh, gee, well over 20 years, if not lifetime. Yes, right. <laughs> and I guess we all went to the same high school. And we Good all did. Professor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the reason we invited uh, Jim to be on the show, uh, Supervisor Holmes, is because he, he's actually on the, the board of supervisors that voted this last Tuesday on a resolution after having some consultation with the Placer County Health Officer, Amy Sisson, and uh, having some public discussion. And Supervisor Holmes, what was it that uh, you decided in that resolution? What, what was it that we said as a county? Well, we wanted to make sure that the governor knows uh, the, the, the position of Placer County and how we're, you know, we're fairly well uh, taken care of as far as this COVID-19. Uh, we've... Um, We've, actually, there was a spike uh, yesterday. We had about 15 more confirmed cases. Uh, but we're in, you know, we just wanted the governor to understand that one size does not fit at all. In Placer County, we've been, we've been uh, working to allow our businesses to open up on a gradual uh, basis. <clears throat> Business people are, you know, they're, res- they're, they're re- resilient. They'll do what they have to do to stay in business. So the idea was to... Uh, uh, ask him to consider opening up more of the businesses uh, for Placer County. Uh, Supervisor Euler was pretty adamant. We had to tone down the language a little bit. Uh, he had down. <laughs> we were, you know, restricting our civil rights, and so we kind of didn't want to poke the governor too hard. Uh, but anyhow, that's that's what the gist of that was. Okay, and in addition to opening up of some businesses. Um, was there also something about churches specifically? Yes, churches. Uh, the governor's uh, phase um, two order, or was it the early part of phase three? I can't remember. But it would allow a minimum of 100 people uh, in the church at a time. I think that and was that a maximum. P- pardon? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jim. I think I think it was a maximum, right? It was, yeah, it was either 25% of capacity or... A maximum of people, which is whichever is the lower number. Yeah, right, right. And, you know, that doesn't work for uh, Adventure Christian Church and Bayside in Granite Bay. They've got a large facility. So we changed the language so it would be 25 percent of the capacity instead of just a, a, min- a maximum of 100 people. So that's what we've asked. Um, the governor made some uh, announcements on Friday. Um, they're very cryptic. We're not sure exactly what he meant, but he will apparently later on um, 
this week, he'll come out with some guidelines. And they have to be posted on the California Department of Public Health website before they go into effect. So everybody's kind of waiting to, um, and many of the business already are ready to go. They've done everything they need to do. They're doing, the, you know, social distancing. They've moved their, their equipment around and their tables around. Uh, they're making people wear masks or requesting masks. Uh, their staff is um, wearing masks. They've got sanitizer. So anyhow, you know, they're ready to go. We just need the, the green light. And then wasn't there something else in the resolution about some money that was oh, not yeah. given to Placer County? Well, we're waiting for, we're supposed to have uh, $40 million come from the CARES Act. And uh, if you do the math that all the money that comes into California, uh, we're actually due apparently about $80 million. Um, so that would help uh, with uh, what we're doing as far as uh, overtime pay for people involved in the uh, COVID-19 crisis. Uh, we've got two uh, hotels or motels that we've rented uh, to keep people that are vulnerable in isolation. Um, several other things we, we need that money for to keep going. Um, but anyhow, um, since we have we have less than 500,000 people in Placer County so far, <laughs> just, just saying, uh, we don't get the first round. The, the cities and, the, uh, and the, the large cities and the counties that have more population get that money right away. Uh, we have to wait for it. So uh, we are hoping he will uh, release that funding uh, as well. So, um, Jim, I was wondering, how does, how does the, the Board of Supervisors handle its meetings in, the, in this here COVID world? Are you you do them by via Skype or or, or uh, what's the other one? Uh, anyway. Zoom. 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 <laughs> no, what we actually meet in the chambers. Uh, yeah. There, you know, we we usually have the five supervisors, county council, and the CEO up on the dais. Uh, we've moved the CEO and the county council down below, and so there's five of us on the dais, and we, you know, we're six feet apart, uh, and so that works well. And then people have to call in. Uh, there's a number to call in. We have the clerk, uh, clerk of the board at the at the little desk down below that monitors the calls coming in. So it's kind of awkward, uh, but it works. It works. It's kind of, you know, so that, make, it's different not having people sitting in the audience, uh, you know, coming up and giving their, you know, their, their input. But, uh, you know, it works. It works. But uh, I, we got to get back to. I, I miss being around people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. It, it's a little, and I, and I'm so confused with with. I, I'm seeing. I've been, read a number of news articles. I've forwarded several of them to Dr. Vaughn, and maybe we'll get into these. But there seems to be confusion about. Yeah, you ought to wear a mask all the time. Well, or most of the time. Or recently, I just saw one where the World Health Organization came out and said, nah, you don't have to wear a mask unless yeah. you're actively caring for somebody who has the, yeah. has the or you yourself have, have symptoms. And, and so it's like, well, you've got two groups, and, and that conflicts with what the CDC has told us. So it's kind of a push-me-pull-you thing. I mean, who do we listen to here? You know what? I just use common sense. Uh, I always carry the mask around. Um, I go into the store. I generally wear one. Uh, and, you know, I'm just by uh, observation, you see, probably, I say it's about 50-50. Um, 
some wear masks, some don't. I've had people that are angry, but they even have to wear a mask. But I had another lady call me and complain that she was going to a store and nobody, there was, everybody wasn't wearing a mask and she wasn't even going to shop there. So it's just, it's, yeah. it's just too much, too much information to process. And, you know, my email inbox every morning when I come in is uh, loaded up with for or against or giving me their opinion. Uh, we just have to have common sense, slow down. We'll get through this. Let's not get too much emotional about it. Yeah. Hey, by the way, <laughs> speaking of email, what is your email? So we can put that out there. So our millions oh, of listeners, oh, our yeah. millions I, of it listeners. It doesn't can... come to mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's, well, on the, yeah. it's on the Placer County website. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I do need to thank both uh, Supervisor Holmes and Gustafson because they were wearing yes. masks in the meeting, except for when they were speaking. Yeah. And, uh, it, yeah, I guess we could address that now. The the thing that supposedly was reported by uh, World Health Organization, I, I didn't find that actually from the World Health Organization. I saw it in that, that article that somebody had written. I, I, again, another one of those, uh, oh, what do they call medical correspondents. So I... I <laughs> So I had, I had looked at material on it. There was actually a, a piece published in Science that, that showed the, the science behind the reason that we recommend people wear masks. And it's, it's very sound, um, speaking as a medical doctor who's read medical literature on the subject, very sound that we recommend that people without symptoms wear the masks when they're around other right. people because of reduced risk of getting them infected before we actually even have the symptoms. Right. Yeah, well, just, and then yeah. not to mention the people who don't have the symptoms, but may actually, in fact, be infected and are carrying the the sickness and are, are spreading it unknowingly. Right. Yes, yes. That that other 80 percent, depending on which study you look at, uh, <laughs> in addition to the people who have symptoms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just yeah. I just read a uh, an article in the San Jose Mercury News that cites that. Well, we seem to have focused now on the areas where the, the, the infections are coming from. They, they, they seem to believe now, this is another, another theory, um, large social gatherings, um, prisons possibly in jails, and meatpacking um, or, or yeah, meat processing facilities right. seem to have a high um, mode of, of transmission. So... You know, I guess we need to stay out of prisons, meatpacking facilities, and yeah, oh, yeah, we're here. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. We Hopefully just had, uh, there's now four cases in uh, Placer County Jail in Auburn, uh, and they're yeah. isolated now. They're they've got them in isolation. Yeah, they've got uh, almost 700 cases at a prison in uh, uh, Chino, which is actually next door to a, a city called Corona in. Uh, I ironically, can't hear you. yeah. Oh, I said that there was a 695 cases at the prison in, in Chino. Hello. Uh, are are you able yeah. to hear me? Okay. Uh, Larry was just talking about the cases and the prison in Chino. Large number yeah. of cases there uh, near Corona, California, of all places. Right. I talked about the coronavirus. Huh? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So with this increase. Uh, in cases, uh, which was expected, and, and Dr. Sisson had warned right. about that at the Tuesday meeting, that we're not quite at the point yet, or Tuesday we weren't at the point yet where we'd expect to have seen a resurgence 
based on the reopening to stage two. And now we see that there is yeah. some. As these numbers increase, do you expect uh, Supervisor Euler to go along with us going back to stage two uh, if the cases increase? You know, he's been out and about and down at the protest down in the Capitol. Um, I don't know what what he's trying to do, quite frankly. Uh, you know, he was not reelected in March, so uh, this is kind of his song, uh, swan song. But I, you know, I, I, I certainly would uh, uh, re recommend moving, following the, you know, public health officer's advice and uh, move back into uh, phase two. Um, like yeah. I said, uh, yesterday there was 15 new cases confirmed. And now there's um, four people in ICU. Uh, I think there's uh, 15 in the hospital. Maybe maybe not that, but I know there's four cases in ICU. And last, uh, what was it, Wednesday when I, I gave a report to uh, one of the uh, Rotary clubs, there were no cases in ICU. So something going on. Yeah. Yeah, we had actually gotten the numbers down quite yeah. low with no new cases several days, uh, both before and yeah. after uh, being in or making the change to phase two. But I, I, it does look like we need to keep a very close eye on it. We're, we're totally fine for capacity at the yeah. moment, but all it takes is, you know, one prison or meat packing plant and yeah. <laughs> we're in a really bad right. place. So it, it could happen here pretty soon that Dr. Sisson gives that recommendation. Butte County now has, you know, they opened up and they've got, uh, I think now they have four cases up in Butte County. So um, yeah, we got to um, have measured um, uh, opening up. It has to be very careful. And um, we have to listen to our healthcare professionals. The one that really know, know what's, what's going on. What's what the issue is. Well, it sounds like after opening yeah. up, we also have to uh, be prepared to do a tactical here, retreat. A tactical yeah. retreat? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what it is. Uh, limited. You know, it's not all the way to stage zero or a, yeah, sta yeah. phase one. It's it's stage two that we would go back to and, and probably do quite well at uh, stage two for a while. But you don't know right. until you do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So it remains to be seen what the, what the results will be. But I... Uh, we're going to get through this. Uh, the board, the, my office in the board chamber, and the board office here. On, I'm I come in every day. Uh, my district director comes in, the CEO comes in, and his executive secretary, uh, and then uh, probably two 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 days a week, the chief of staff for the clerk of the board and the clerk of the board come in, but they have to prepare things for our meetings. Otherwise, the building's empty. And so um, a lot of people are working home from home. We had our IT department take some of the workstations here at the offices and put them in there in the homes of these employees. And they're working, uh, it's working really well. And so this, you know, this is leads to um, maybe later on or as we go back into opening up, a lot of people can work at home. Uh, maybe two or three days a week and come in maybe on a Monday and a Friday. Uh, those are some of the things we're gonna be looking at. Yeah, I, I would like to see a future where when somebody has cold right. symptoms, instead of just toughing it out and yeah. going to work, if they have the availability, which many yeah. people do, work from home until you get over yeah. your symptoms. Yeah, I wonder if our uh, county auditor, Andy Sist, when uh, we, he reported to the board, 
um, that all the pay- bills were paid, the payroll was done, but people did all that work at home, and so it's it, it's working out fairly well. Uh, what I want to see is maybe some limited um, opening of the libraries, uh, because hmm. uh, you know that's I, I I read books, so I like to browse the library. But that's going to yeah. take a little while. We have uh, taken some of our library staff, and then we've been training them on the contact tracing. And so, yeah, so we're oh, good. repositioning them so they, they do valuable work. Uh, and so uh, that those are the kinds of things we're trying to do to stay afloat. I'm, our budget is good, but we know we're going to have a, some somewhat of a um, recession the way, you know, with all these people out of work and um, sales tax not coming in. So it'll be an interesting time. But um, I think Placer County is well positioned. You know, we've got reserves. We got through the 2007-2008 downturn fairly well. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, maneuver through that without too much too much damage or concern. That's good to hear. Well, I, you're probably going to have to translate yeah, for I me, Doc. Larry, if he's talking. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I'm able to speak with both of you, but you guys can't oh, talk well, to each so other. I'm, uh, he, he was talking about how the county's in a good spot, and uh, it looks like we'll be able to bounce back. No, I can, yeah, I can hear uh, him. You know, the, the board has been really conservative, and we've been very prudent about uh, putting money aside. I think we, in our general fund of reserves, we have uh, $25 million. Uh, so we, you know, we always try to put some in every year to take care of uh, incidents like this. Uh, one of the problems that I see in our, our, we're working on our next year's budget, our 2020-21 budget is the sales tax uh, revenue looks like it's going to be down about $5 million and the public safety sales tax is going to be down about $10 million. So that's how we pay our district attorney's office and our sheriff's department. We use a lot of those funds. And so that means we may have to put more general fund money in to uh, maintain uh, uh, our sheriff's department, our sheriff's office, uh, who, by the way, is doing a great job during this whole epidemic. Sadly, there's several mm-hmm. of them are down in Sacramento with his, um, the riots going on down there. Yeah, we got uh, mm. the, the yes. sheriff sent us a message saying that he had to deploy uh, several, several departments, several officers down to Sacramento. Yeah, we saw that. Larry, did you have anything else for Supervisor Holmes? Well, I was just wondering back at this work at home thing, if we've discovered that perhaps that could become a permanent thing since we've proven that we can actually do it. And to save money in the long run as well. No, I didn't. Did you hear that, Jim? He, he was wondering about a possible permanent situation of people working from home since we've shown we can do it. Um, I don't know why we would have to have permits. Uh... You know, if they're, Not if they're permit, county permit. employees, no, they shouldn't have to have a permit. Now, I don't know. <laughs> Not, Not oh, permit, permanent. Permanent. <laughs> permanent. You know, that's that's a possibility. Uh, I would, we, you know, the county, we would have to take a look through uh, our county council's office. But I wouldn't have a problem if, you know, uh, if people work, you know, three days at home and came in on, uh, you know, a Monday and a Friday, maybe. Uh, come into the office so they can touch base with everybody. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think you'll probably see a lot of that uh, in a lot of the other, uh, the bigger 
corporations and businesses. Yeah. That, that's what I've heard from my, my son who works at uh, Stripe in San Francisco. He said that everything's going as it normally would. There, there's really yeah. nothing different, uh, no significant uh, downturn. In fact, if anything, uh, doing a little better business-wise because they're involved in uh, uh, the economic infrastructure yeah. of the yeah. internet, <laughs> which is where yeah. everybody went. Yeah. And so they're even talking about maybe not having to build the gigantic facility they were planning on because Hey, if people can work from home, you don't have to put you know, them all in one spot. Note because we we're in the process of uh, building a new health and human services building, um, which is going to run about eighty million dollars. Um, and so, maybe there's a way that we can reevaluate that uh, as we move forward. We're just in the beginning stages. Uh, we haven't approved a plan or don't have any uh, architects involved yet, but it is something that's been on our radar to get that done. Because we got so many different uh, health and human services offices spread around the county, um, we're trying to get them all into one building. But that that would be something to look at. Uh, maybe we won't need as many as much space. Yeah, that's right. The uh, that rotating of days for people so that you can have uh, space right. shared spaces at the workplace so that people can be yeah. alternating their days is a great use right. of uh, facility. Absolutely. I well, I'd like one a of our department heads actually told me that he thinks that more work is getting done with people working from home. <laughs> <laughs> that so depends on the worker. <laughs> right. What, what was that, Larry? I said I would like a, com a commission for, for making that suggestion to the supervisor. If, it, if we save a lot of money, <laughs> gonna, I want some kind of a, a, a spiff off of that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I think the idea is, uh, what, what do they call it? Public domain yeah. or uh, crowdsource yeah. rather than individual intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, we certainly appreciate you joining us on, on the podcast. And uh, we, we appreciate your service. We appreciate you wearing a mask and listening to the, the county health officer. We appreciate you uh, keeping your cool when Supervisor Euler's talking. Yeah, gotta keep him kind of, uh, he's off his leash. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is his last term. So, uh, but we, we would like to know, uh, do you think oh, we'll absolutely. be able to do it again I, sometime when health I, I issues come up? Yeah, you bet. Oh, great. Thank you, you so much for joining us. Now. Bye. All right. Bye -bye. See ya. Yeah, the technical glitch was killing me there. Yeah, we'll we'll have to work on that a little bit. That was weird. I could hear um, him just fine. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was just that one direction. Oh well, isn't that a boy band? <laughs> well, yes, it is. He, uh, one that my something, daughter. Used yeah, to did love. he say something about redirecting, for example, library workers to be um, contact trace? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for contact well, tracing. So they could probably, while they're out there, uh, collect all those overdue fines. I was just thinking. You know? <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Well, exactly. You you know, you figure, yeah, I'm here because you may have been exposed to COVID. And by the way, you know, you're, uh, you know, you've had uh, War and Peace out for like eight years. Pay <laughs> 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 yeah, up, buddy. The, the cost of a new one. Yeah. The, the, uh, contact tracing is an interesting job some people are reacting to it as if it's something new it, it's always been in place and i think we said this on an earlier podcast usually for tracking down sexually transmitted diseases interesting so 
Well, that's got to be a tough uh, form of contact tracing. You're gonna, you're gonna be asking some very sensitive questions there. Yes, and it, yeah, I think you would you would propose that we have the Jehovah's Witnesses do it while they're yeah. already out knocking. I figure, yeah, two birds with one stone. Why not? Well, likewise with yeah. the library people, they can collect their the overdue fines and they can track down who you've been in contact with. They'll they'll take the books back you've been keeping out, and then they'll also give you some literature that they. There you go. That they should team up. Well, so how are how are things? Oh, fine. Um, you know, I was going to share with you my experience uh, actually getting the the dreaded COVID nasopharyngeal test uh, last. uh, Yeah, that's what we want. Well, you said you. Oh, you're going to get the results back. That's what. Oh, yeah, I already had the test. It was like you know. putting murder hornets up your nose but and, and, but but uh, you know i tested negative but unfortunately i have to do it again tomorrow because my, yeah well, they... no what happened was uh that the uh, procedure that i was scheduled to do I, I it had to be postponed so um you know that you have to be tested within a certain number of days before the aforementioned procedure so i'm set up to go in at the end of this week for the procedure i'm doing the covid test again tomorrow so i'm yeah i'm totally looking forward to that yes yeah, you know i, I, I i'm no, kidding I, you it really it really wasn't all that terrible no no it was over it is. quickly have you have you come across the dr von's covid19 updates the daily podcast for five minutes of uh COVID-19 all you, I, you need know, to know I do flash across them on my Facebook feed but you know I, I the problem with Facebook is I get on there and I have like the attention span of a gnat and I'm just jumping from one thing to another so I I haven't locked on to one of them yet but but I need to do I, I want to let our listeners know a really good way where they can find both this podcast and any other podcast we've done and, and that we're currently doing and that's just to go to vonmd.com real simple well We'll do that. And I, I should, I should be listening to those too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, within five minutes, what, what grabs my attention that I think, Oh, that's something that we should get out there. Not just because it's interesting, but sometimes because maybe I need to counter another message that's out there. There's so much of that going on. Um, although I don't, I do a little bit of editorializing on it, but mostly it's just saying, this is what the, you know, if it's a study or an article, this yeah. is what it said. And, and like I said, there's, there seems to be a lot of controversial or I should say contradictory information going back and forth. But like uh, Supervisor Holmes is just yeah. saying, I figure where the, where the yeah. dadgum mask. What's so hard about that? It's not like, you know, <laughs> we wear seatbelts in our cars and whatever else. Well, it's I, I think part of the problem is it's equated with social distancing. Uh, on a more severe scale of stay in your home, don't conduct business and people are losing their shirts because their businesses can't be open. And we, we don't want that, but you can still conduct this business yes, and wear a and, mask. And many people do. Most people, people who don't have respiratory yeah, problems. Put the darn thing on. And it, and if at worst you're wasting your time, well, that's big deal. But if you don't have the mask, uh, yeah. yeah, this could be problems for other people. So, you know, yeah, and we said it before that they showed in uh, Taiwan they didn't have to do all the shutdown if they did contact tracing and uh, yeah, face cover. There we go. Well, I guess on our next episode, I'll go over my uh, <laughs> my, my my procedure. 
<laughs> okay. We will look forward yeah, to that. I'm, a, I'm just a walking guinea pig these days. All right. Well, thank you so much, Larry, for doing this. All right. Thanks. Well, that's all we have for this week, folks. Tune in next week. Well, once again, you will hear Dr. Mark Bond say, until next time, stay in good health.